The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. saved us from our sins, our lives are now in God. We desire the Holy Word to order where we trod. All for Christ, yet anything for self we count as dross. We're pilgrims with a crown With our Bibles open again to 1 John chapter 2 and verse 15, we continue our study on this world, and here we shall see the world and its occupation, or the love of this world. Father, thank you for Calvary today. Thank you for our Lord Jesus Christ, His shed blood, His saving grace, His perfect righteousness. I'm so glad He came took my place and my sins in his own body upon the tree. It was the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God. Thank you for saving a wretch like me. And I ask my prayer, help me preach your word now in Jesus' name and for his sake and honor. Amen and amen. 1 John 2 and verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. The world seeks to occupy a position in our lives. This world we have mentioned, and you should know by now, it is the enemy of God, in particular God the Father, as we find in this verse here and therefore the enemy of the believer. And as such, it is an enemy which is not playing games. When war takes place, neither side is just there to plink at the other side and hit targets and 
you know, say we've shot our round today, let's go home. No, they are there to win. They are there to advance and take position, occupy enemy territory, and claim it for their own. The world is no different. It seeks to occupy that place in your heart that God alone should have. The world is never content. It will never rest. And I add, it never sleeps. While we lay our heads on our pillows at night, the emails continue to flood your inbox. The advertisements continue to find their way onto your phone through those cookies, through the different websites that you visited. Yes, the world seeks to occupy a position in your life. It will never rest. It rather seeks to hold ground in the life and gain victory over the heart. Brethren, we must guard our hearts and guard our homes and guard our churches and keep our love for the Father burning brightly by yielding to the Holy Spirit, by yearning for Christ, by lingering in His presence and sitting at His feet and staying there and learning of His Word and listening to His beloved voice verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book. The world and its occupation or the love of the world. I don't want to be guilty of loving the world and thus despising my Father which is in heaven. Now we've given you several things concerning the world. First, we mentioned the world and its organization or the kingdom of this world, vastly organized under a head, even Satan, with a host of fallen angels making up an army who seek to advance in this age against the church and against the believer and in the arrangement they seek to develop and destroy and devour the souls of men antagonizing the people of God all the way through. The world and its opposition or the spirit of this world, that natural wisdom, that wicked, worldly wisdom of men and the natural mind as influenced by the devil with a drawing effect, with a philosophy, a doctrine, with a danger and a peril, a defiling pollution and a disturbing purpose to destroy all that's good and right and holy, pulling men through temptation, seeking to divide them from the Lord, seeking to divide them from the church, and thus pulling them into the world. Then there is that pressure which seeks to discourage the believer, and the pride of the world's opposition which seeks to delude men deceiving the saints and keeping sinners in darkness. Then we looked at the world and its operation, or the things of the world which serve to provide the devil with a platform through which he works and fulfills his sinister operations, propagating his message, his morals, his music, 
his media, and it all happens through the markets of this world as the focus and freedoms of people's lives can be directed with the currents of the market, and the gospel does not have liberty to go into all the world, and humanity is altered and persuaded this way or that, and therefore we saw great danger lying in the things of the world as they seek to replace God in our lives and move Him out of His rightful place. Then we looked at the world and its occupation, or the love of the world, at the beginning of this broadcast. Oh, how we must maintain a vigil and keep our hearts guarded. Now we consider the world and how to overcome it, or the judgment of this world. We take you back to our opening remarks, the very beginning of this study, where we mentioned John 12, 31, and our Lord Jesus said, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. And thus we find that the world was also judged at Calvary, along with the devil or the prince of the world. The world yet has him as its prince. He yet holds dominion in many ways and is allowed to maintain sway in this jurisdiction of power for a time, though his time is short, Revelation 12 and 12, but in all reality, his throne of power over the kingdom of this world sets upon a crumbling foundation, and within and without, the walls are weakening. Jesus Christ, the Lord, stands as the rightful heir to the title deed of this earth, and as the Lord of heaven and earth and hell, he's already announced the world as a defeated foe in its futile attempt to overthrow, to overthrow and overrule the righteous rule and honorable love of the Father. Philippians 2, 9 through 11 and Hebrews 1 bears all of this out. Now then, here is how we overcome the world. First, through our Lord's passion. John 13, verse 1. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Our Savior loves us deeply. And through his incessant passion and his mighty love, we can overcome this world. And then our Lord's peace, John sixteen thirty three. he said, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. That is, in the midst of the world where we find tribulation, we can have peace in our Lord Jesus Christ. But then our Lord's proclamation. He said in that same verse, Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The world comes at us with pressure, with persecution, with a pull and a philosophy and a pollution and on and on. Yet we can rest in the proclamation of our Savior. He has already overcome the world, won the victory, and we just need to trust in Him and claim victory by faith. But then our Lord's Prayer of intercession. In John 17, 9 through 15, we have read some of these verses throughout our study, and for sake of time, 
I'll let you read that on your own. But there our Lord Jesus is praying. Then and there. And I believe he's praying now. That the Father will keep us from the evil in the world. As we make our pilgrim journey through this present evil world. Now to close today's message. We flip over to the first epistle of John. Chapter 5. Verses 4 and 5, where the Bible says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Our Lord's person gives us the victory. Those who have embraced the true faith and recognized the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, they are those who will have victory over the world in this life. We believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Humanity and deity united in one person. He is God in the flesh. He has overcome the world. Therefore, brethren, we can be of good cheer and win the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's Word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.